Yeah, has got that. That's good. And success. I managed to not punch my microphone. Yeah. Good one. Good one. Well, I admire your restraint. That's it. That microphone is. It's just had it coming, you know. I'm just gonna start beating <laughs> it up. It's been right up in your face. It's been right up in my face. You're damn right, Amy. Ah, <laughs> uh, everyone, everyone, good. Everybody fed, fed and watered. Yeah. yeah. Watered, yes, but I'm not fed yet. Not fed. Fair enough. Fed, ma yeah. ma maybe that'll come after after this one, eh? We were uh, just chatting off air. We're looking forward to uh, to August, aren't we, Amy? We are. Why? What? Because August is Shark Week. We're is elope it? it? No, we're not. <laughs> when is Shark Week? We're... I never know. Uh, we did well. I think we googled this last time when we were um, trying to get Otto to turn into a shark again. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it is. I think it is actually in August. Is hmm. it? <laughs> no, we're. we're um, there's quite a group of us going camping. Yes. Aren't we? Well, that's the plan. Mm. I mean, mm. You know, let's see what happens. But exciting. Where are you going mm. camping if it goes ahead? Near you, Dom. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going to Honeyfest in Wiltshire. Okay, that's interesting. At the Barge Inn. Yeah. I, might, I might come, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. What, what's Honeyfest? It's a mini festival. Mm -hmm. uh, it's run at the Barge Inn uh, at Honey Street. Um, it's. I mean, they limit it to like 300 tickets total, but that includes your camping. Mm. And it's, uh, it's August Bank Holiday. It runs from the Thursday through to the Monday uh, yeah it's good fun I've done it in the past um, yeah yeah it should be good looking yeah. forward to it Bargin used to be like the crop circle pub they were they were like renowned for because um, it's in like crop circle central of the world right uh, is, is the area it's in um, and that particular pub it's a really old it's by canal it's a beautiful beautiful area um, but that that pub used to have all these murals of crop circles all around the walls. They had their own microbrewery and they brewed like Area 51 beer. And, you know, it was um, even the pool table was a custom pool table where instead of spots, it was like you know you get the white dots on and what have you. It was crop, crop circle patterns and things like that. Absolutely amazing. Then a few years ago, it got bought out and they got rid of it all the bastards. So. It's not a. It's, it's, a shame it's, it's not a. That. It's not a Weatherspoons now, is it? It's not a Weatherspoons. So. No, no. But it's kind of it's one of these pubs where you get the Morris dancers each year and things like that at mm. the at the appropriate times, obviously. It's mm. always an appropriate time for Morris dancing. Oh, I don't know about that. I, mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> opinions was... opinions vary widely on that. Question. <laughs> it's a difficult question. I read a really interesting thing about Morris dancers uh, the other day that uh, this one particular group uh, so it's traditional that Morris dancers would basically black up uh, to represent uh, the people who when it was illegal to beg they would cover their faces with soot to disguise themselves. It's nothing to do with sort of blacking oh. up as we know it. Um, it was just as a way of disguising themselves as beggars because it was illegal and Morris dancers would, would do the same in recognition of that, well, obviously, uh, it, you know, it, it's become a very sensitive, mm. delicate subject. So, uh, what they started doing is uh, painting themselves blue or green, uh, blue and yellow stripes. I think one uh, particular Morris dancing group did, which I think that's a brilliant way of sort of maintaining a tradition whilst also being sensitive yeah, to being sensitive mm. to modern mm. modern meanings to, to, to things so, yeah i mean essentially what i'm taking away from that stew is that the blue man group have started a branch out into dancing. <laughs> blue man group are brilliant and every year my hairline gets closer and closer <laughs> to being able to apply all i need to do is turn blue that's it but i won't but i won't hold my breath Ew. <laughs> Oh, oh dear. Oh, I'm dear. going now. That's it. <laughs> you, you've ruined it for you. I'll tell you what, I'm, I'm not sure what I'm more ashamed of there. Um, the pun itself, or the fact that it took me at least five seconds to get it. <laughs> that's that's, that's the really puns, though. They're thinkers. They are thinkers. They're thinkers. Thinkers and stinkers. 
there you go so uh anyway um i need to do a little intro because i haven't done one yet welcome back listeners to tales from the 20 side a pathfinder second edition let's play podcast my name is dom and i'm your games master for this and for many other games and i'm joined by our regular cast members of mr Stu jackson what up mr neil kelly the non-swearing this time hello and it's much appreciated, Neil. Thank you, <laughs> Mr. Darren Mafucci. Hello, and Miss Amy Chislett. Hello, hello, everybody. How are we all? Good. All feeling good? Yeah. Yeah, feeling great. All ready to be eaten by a, but but by a not dragon. Well, we'll you said see it was what flying it away, soon. didn't you? It was. It was just flying away. Not paying any attention to it's us. It's flying up into the sky, which is where we're not. So yes, yeah. yeah. yeah, so it's doesn't away. count as away. Technically, it's away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like what the heck? Mm. What the heck? I mean, well, I haven't even t- repaired, repaired, repaired the child. You don't repair children. <laughs> I mean, do you? Repair I mean, the child. I'm not a parent. So. A child. <laughs> Probably a relief to many, many people. Um, I, I say we abandon the children and run. God, now that's more like the Otto we've come to know. I take back everything I said last episode. But we, got, we went through so much effort to save the children, we should at least bring them back. Yes. That's, that's the least we can do. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Otto, Otto, Otto used up um, all his empathy reserves that he'd been storing no, up for, I, for I, days. I have a better idea. One can run on his own as a, as a decoy. Um, in another direction, and the other one I'll use as a human shield. <laughs> no. One is bait, one is a shield. Oh, there we go. Uh, I I will tell you for free. Um, you you do of course have the power to do anything you wish in this world. Um, if you choose to do that, I will not narrate it for you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm absolutely convinced we're going to get to the end no. of this this adventure but, path and discover that Otto was the big bad all along. No, you have to remember that this is just this is just Otto's thought processes, and he still has these thoughts, but he is now a better person, and uh, and, and and dismisses these thoughts. It's no, like that's, that's what he keeps that's what he keeps telling himself at least. Yes. So I, although I have considered that idea, I have uh, rejected it as. Um, as uh, unethical. Very good. Very good. <laughs> and and, uh, and so impractical in terms of long-term <coughs> relationships, especially our relationship with Nadia. Uh, I would not want to sully that. Very good. And, and I quite like the boys. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Nadia, uh, before we had the excitement with uh, um, what's that lassie? The boys have fallen fall, fall down a well. Um, before that, <laughs> we, had, uh, we had quite a heavy... R- Revelation for uh, for your for your friend Nadia Petska. How are we all feeling about that? Uh, I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad you did the talking there, and uh, you were you were tactful about it. You didn't say uh, yes. Your daughter was turned into a doll, which we smashed. No, he was quite. Care- I mean, I'm yeah, saying, mixed was, feelings I, about I, that. I'm, I'm saying this very quietly, aside from the boys, so they they don't yeah, go and tell. We're out of game. We're out of game. <laughs> ah. <That's fine. laughs> <laughs> we're going meta we're talking about the game but in game no um, yeah mixed fit because I mean obviously it's not the sort of news you want to break at all but but then having had the description of Thora there was no way not to not to share that really I mean you can't just sit on something like that I mean it, as you said it could have just been a coincidence it could be a doll that was modelled on Thora, not, not Thora herself. Yeah. There's, yeah. Well, there's life, there's hope. True, true, but... Um, but now so that I, 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 I will give you um, a little bit of information for free. I know, I know we're not in game right now, um, but when you first encounter the doll, um, Otto, I think, did make a role to kind of learn what, what the doll was all about. And uh, you did kind of figure out at the time that the doll had been made uh, from, from the soul of a person. You weren't sure on the specifics of the how and why. But uh, yeah, you, uh, you did come to the conclusion that, uh, that that was what happened. Oh, uh, yes, Otto remembers now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah, it, it doesn't bode well. But, but, kind of it's a I mean Owen probably feels a bit relieved as well because he's, he's sort of he's handed it he's like 
Oh, this sounds really cruel and actually selfish, but he it it it's he he's handed the problem off to Nadia really. Yes, in and, a way. and and let's let's be honest that that where we go, violence follows, and sometimes the the wrong people are destroyed by it. Yeah, if you exchange the word violence for Otto, I think yes. <laughs> I agree. Well, I mean, as as they <laughs> as, as they say, uh, a, a burden shared is a burden halved. So, perhaps that's that's that. It, perhaps it, it'll all come good in the end for you, and for Nadia as well. And uh, throughout all of this, um, Della, the new, newest member of the team, how how are you feeling about this uh, this 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 moment moment of, uh, of of heaviness that you you were witness to? This group doesn't seem to look after the kids very well. So. Uh... <laughs> Me being quite small uh, is, a, is a bit worried, but uh, yeah. I mean, surely, surely then it's a saving grace that you're not an actual child. Mm-mm. Yeah, I can hold my own at least. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, right, well, folks, shall we get back into the game? Yes. I just want to pick up on something you just said uh, about the whole Lassie thing, because <laughs> when we found out what had happened to the boy, I thought... When I said, like, the boys were going off to fetch wood, and when I said um, about Chardonnay going with them, you must have internally done a little punch in the air for, yes, we can have a lassie Timmy's <laughs> falling down the well moment. Yep, I've been, I've, been trying to, I've been trying to subtly find a way to get in a little lassie moment, and this, this was the time. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. What's that? What, what's that Chardonnay? Alma Miodia falling down a pit and awoken, <laughs> awoken a massive underground monster. <laughs> Lead the way. Oh yeah, underground monster which is now about to kill us. Mm, it is indeed. Uh, <laughs> right, you've heard it here folks. If we get TPK'd, Dom has just admitted it. <laughs> I said nothing of the sort, Stu. I'll just uh, quickly delete that from my recording so you can never hear it again. <laughs> Uh, but right, uh, so bringing ourselves back into our game, uh, our adventurers, Alwyn Templeton, Otto von Niederschläger, Brother Amos, and Della Thornbury, uh, whilst travelling, whilst continuing continuing their journey towards the city of Whitethrone, uh, were awoken in the middle of the night uh, by uh, the appearance of a strange woman uh, dressed in white and black robes and carrying a spear of jagged ice and a sack that seemed to be soaked in blood. Um, after tentatively uh, investigating this individual um, and getting no information from her uh, beyond uh, a curious warning um, you decided perhaps wisely to leave her to her business and uh, you you let her disappear off into the night and uh, as the next day came you you packed up your things and continued traveling Uh, eventually coming to a point with which you were going to set another camp for the evening. Uh, Nadia Petzger, your your guide and at this point long-time friend in the land of Irison, um, sent her two boys off to a nearby set of woodland uh, to gather more firewood as as, as your your, your carriage was was beginning to run low on that. And... um, Alwyn, having the foresight to, to, to look out for them as they did so, uh, sent his wolf companion Chardonnay with them in order to protect them. Uh, whilst the boys were, were away, um, Alwyn decided that this was a good time uh, to talk to Nadia about the information uh, that he had figured out about her daughter Thora, um, informing her, um, at least to her mind, that her daughter had been killed by uh, by the witch Najena Vasilyovna and turned into a doll, which the party had faced uh, some time previously. Um, after an, an an emotional exchange in which Nadia um, was told this news, um, seemed to have some measure of, of of understanding it in the way that only a mother can. Um, it became she. Um, the group became aware that uh, her two boys had not returned from the forest, and as you rushed to investigate, Alwyn, you saw Chardonnay rushing out of the woods, woods towards you, uh, without the boys. Following Chardonnay to where um, where Chardonnay was trying to lead you, uh, you discovered um, a part of the ground had collapsed, taking the two boys with it into in, into 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 an underground pit, and the party worked quickly uh, to haul them out. 
um, Otto falling in himself in the process. And just as you were all beginning to haul your way out, um, you became aware of a growl from deeper within uh, this this underground uh, complex that you seem to have dropped into. This cave system turned a uh, worked tunnel. And as Otto was hauled out of the pit, uh, there was a whoosh of air as a great beast from underground uh, unfurled its wings and shot up into the sky. And that brings us back into the game. So as <coughs> Otto dives face first into, into the snow to get out of the, out, out of the pit, um, this winged shape shoots up into the sky um, above you. What would you all like to do? Uh, I, I think Brother Amos is just going to uh, watch and see what it does. There's not much else to be done. All right. Is there, is there, is there any uh, cover anywhere? Any any woods we can get? We can can we take cover in the copse? Is it, are we on the wrong side of the hole for that? Uh, no. So you're kind of in this little little wooded area as as it is. So if if you would like, you can attempt to. Uh, you could maybe attempt to hide. Let's just let's uh, just do that. No, that's that's a better idea than me just standing there staring <laughs> yeah, at us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I tell you what, um, if, then if I could have stealth rolls from everybody, please, including Chardonnay. Okay. Ooh, very stealthy. Twenty-nine. Um, Twenty-five. Twelve for Alwyn. Okay. And fifteen for Chardonnay. Okay. And Della, what was yours? Uh, 22. 22, okay. Uh, so as this as this creature sort of shoots up into the sky, uh, initially seeming to pay you no mind, you all um, sort of scamper. You, you scurry towards the um, uh, towards the trees themselves and press, sort of press yourselves against them. Um, so what were your stealth rolls again, please? 25. 29. Uh-huh. 22. 22 for Della, okay. 12 for Alwyn, 17 for Chardonnay. 17 for Chardonnay, okay. Uh, so as, um, yeah, as as this creature shoots into the sky and you, uh, you sort of rush and press yourselves against the trees, uh, you see the beast um, sort of beginning beginning to circle in the air above this above this pit and even in the dying embers of the daylight you can see that um this is a large four-legged creature uh with wide leathery wings that resemble those of a dragon uh however the body is not the body appears to be that of a of a of a tiger with white coloration as opposed to orange um, a great head of a, of a lion uh, with the face of a man as it, as it wheels above you and the body ends in a long tail that glistens with uh, sharp uh, painful looking spikes uh, would anybody like to make either an arcana or a nature roll to recall knowledge about this beast um, uh, I could do a nature roll either. I could do a nature I, I, roll. I'm good on nature. I, I'm, I'm trained. I know nothing of such things. You know Let's nothing see, of see the crunch. I know something. Twenty. Twenty, okay. And Brother Ramos? Twenty-three. Twenty-three, okay. Uh, Otto, um... You're not sure what what this creature is. You've heard tell of some beasts in in the world that are um, almost an, an amalgamation of various types of types of creatures. This appears to be one of them, but the name itself escapes you, Brother Amos. As you look at this creature and you see uh, the various things that it appears to be made of, uh, you recognise this as a manticore, uh, albeit quite a young looking one uh, the coloration is a little is a little lighter and the head itself appears less less fully fully developed um, and looking at looking at this and recording what you know about manticores uh, you know that a, a manticore is a combination of a lion a dragon and, and a human um, that has a particular taste for human flesh um, you know obviously they it's a creature that that can fly 
and um, one of the things that makes it dangerous even whilst in the air is uh, the tail that, that you previously saw. Um, it can use that tail to throw a spike toward toward a target in the air on the ground. Do they have any vulnerabilities? Um, aside, I mean, you don't know an awful lot about them. Most of what, what, of what, you've, what you've learned is from folk stories and from tall tales that, are, that have been heard in, in taverns. Um, you're not aware of them having any particular weaknesses, uh, but nor are you aware that they have any particular resistances. You know, you think you think if it comes to it, it might just be a case of hit it until it falls over. But, uh, that, um, yeah, I'm fine with that. Okay. But, uh, okay. So everybody should avoid its tail. It will fire things at you. Okay. Uh, there is a tense moment as um, you you sort of whisper this to the rest of the group, and. The four of you all see uh, the beast wheeling in the air above you, sort of roaring with a um, a hungry-sounding fury. Um, and after it's after it's wheeled for just a moment or two, um, it looks to start it looks to be descending back towards uh, the hole from which it came. Um, it lands briefly on the edge of the of of the pit from which it had burst from. And before it starts, as it starts to descend around, uh, its long leonine head uh, sort of looks around, sniffing the air. And as it does so, it turns towards you, Olwyn, and you, and, and you look directly into its eyes. And it snarls and begins to move towards you. I need everybody to roll perception, please. Twenty-one for our win. Sixteen for Otto. Twenty-two for Della. Twenty for Amor. Okay, so twenty-one for Alwyn. Twenty for Della. Twenty-two for Otto. Sixteen for Otto. Sixteen for Otto. Sorry. I'm on twenty-two. You're twenty-two, and it was twenty for uh, Amos. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Thank you. Roll for the manticore. Okay. Uh, so acting first is going to be uh, the manticore. Rolled quite well on its initiative. Uh, you see the manticore, uh, having seen you, Alwyn, um, it rushes towards you, um, sort of moving right up into your face, and uh, is quite simply going to snap at you with... Uh, first with its jaws. If it, if it has the face of a man, does it also have the, the mouth of a man? Uh, no, as it gets closer, um, the face yeah. of the man is split by these... Uh, uh, so it's it's got a grin that goes almost from ear to ear. Well, like the Joker. It, a bit like the Joker, yeah. And within its mouth, instead of human teeth, are these very uh, sharp needle-like teeth. Mm. Uh, a bit like Milena, if anyone's ever played Mortal Kombat. The manticore rushes towards you all. And as mentioned, it's going to make a snap towards uh, Olwyn with its jaws. Uh, for a... 34 to hit. It's a critical hit. Okay. Uh, Olwyn, as it bites into you, you take 16 points of piercing damage. And then it brings uh, these razor claws, brings one of them up towards uh, towards Chardonnay. Uh, that's only a 20, 26 to hit. 26 is a hit. Okay. And you watch as Chardonnay is raked by these claw by this claw and takes uh, 18 points of slashing damage. Uh, that is the end of the Manticore's turn. Uh, Della, we're round to you. Okay. Uh, where are the boys? 
the boys are kind of um i'm assuming that one of you uh, kind of kind of grabbed them and pulled them behind the tree with you um so they're they're they are kind of behind you at the moment uh, you you are between the beast and the boys okay um what what Della would like to do is just uh sort of staying undercover just sort of skirt around um just sort of trying to bring the attention away and i'm just gonna try and stab at it at its side uh, sure thing. You can easily do that. It's not aware of you currently, uh, so it, it'll take your first action to kind of move around behind it, and then, uh, yeah, second action, take out a weapon, and the third action, you make an attack. Right. I will get my rapier and roll the weapon. Oh <laughs> no! Do you want to leave that as a one? I will use. Can I use a hero point? Is that a thing you I can do? You can use a hero point. Yeah, indeed you can. let's do that. Okay, so I re-roll, yes. Mm-hmm. I use my properties. And I rolled a 19. That's better. Much uh, better. 29. 29. Um, okay, so where you've got, where you've now got, where the creature is flat-footed to you, uh, that is actually going to be a critical hit down. So Ooh. roll your attack with sneak attack. Cool, so that is another d6, isn't it? Yes. Six total. Six total, and then uh, for the crit, we, du- we double that, so. So is that a total of 12? Yeah. Yep, so 12 points of damage there there from Della. Uh, did, you roll, did you roll sneak attack with that? Yes. You did, lovely stuff. Okay, uh, so at the end of your turn, Della, we're on to Olwyn. This beast has lunged towards you and taken a chomp out of you. Uh, the first thing Alwyn will do will be to give his shield to Mioli and um, get him to to basically get him to hold it over himself and Orm with themselves tucked up underneath it. Sure, okay. Um, I don't know how many actions you want that to take. Um... I'm going to say it's, it's it'd just be one action. Actually, you know what? If you want, you can drop your shield as a free action. Um, and if that's all you want to say for the turn, you know, you just sort of say, "Get that over you." Um, that can that that can that can happen for free. I'd, if you I'd, if you want to if you want to actually cover them with it, um, it'll be an be an action. Yeah, no, I think Alvin will make sure that they're kind of as as hidden underneath the shield as possible. So yeah, I'd rather use an action to be sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll command Chardonnay to attack the Chimera. Uh, now, am I currently flanking with Della? Uh, yes, you are. Della's moved into a position behind it. Okay, uh, so I'll get uh, Chardonnay just to attack from the side. Um, so, uh, will Chardonnay need to move up to attack? Uh, uh, yes, he will. Uh, Chardonnay. Oh, uh, actually, no, because oh, Chardonnay he, he was got attacked. Yeah, Chardonnay got hit. You're right. Uh, so yeah. Um, okay. So Chardonnay's attack. First attack is a twelve. That's not going to go anywhere. No, a twelve is a miss. Uh, and second is ten. No, oh, that was um, that was not good. And uh, last action. Alwyn will attack with his rapier. Alright. Oh, that's better. Uh, 24. 24 will hit. Roll damage, Alwyn. Uh, four points of damage. Four points, okay. Piercing damage for what it's worth. Yep. Uh, it doesn't seem to uh, doesn't seem to be bothered one way or the other by, by piercing damage. As in, it, it it affects it normally. normally. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I... Okay. Uh, if that's all, when all done, mm-hmm. it is. Uh, we are round to Brother Amos. Hmm. Uh, so currently, currently, Brother Amos, you're um, you're about fifteen feet away from where this beast has lumbered towards Alwyn. I will <clears throat> run at it and punch it. All right. Yeah, I will use my flurry of blows. All right, roll two attacks for me. 
21. Uh, 21 is uh, enough to hit. Roll damage. Nine. Nine damage, very nice. Oh. And you got a second attack there, Brother Ramos. Eighteen. Uh, Eighteen uh, will miss, unfortunately. Uh, you go to strike. You, you strike it the first time. Uh, the second time, it bats you aside with its tail. You got one action left. I'm gonna punch it again. All right, roll the attack. Eighteen again. Eighteen. Once again, a miss. This time, you get past its 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 you get you get, you get past its uh, its tail guarding it, and you thud into the creature, uh, but you hit a particularly muscly part of its of its of its flank. It takes uh, suffers no no injury from that. Now uh, that's you all done, Amos. Uh, we're round to Otto. Um, I will cast a cantrip. I will cast Tanglefoot stop this thing flying off at least for the oh. time being or or moving too much all right so that's going to be a, a spell attack please otto spell attack so my spell attack modifier is nine what do i uh so it, it's a d20 plus your spell attack modifier okay uh, 24. 24 is enough to hit. Um, this uh, sort of gooey vine um, sort of lashes out from, from, Otto's, from Otto's hand, wraps itself around one of the creature's legs. Um, and uh, yeah, it, is, uh, it seems to be sort of wrapped in place for the moment. Stop that thing from flying off. And then for, that was two, two goes, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, you do get the sense, Otto, that... Um, uh, your tangle foot, although you hit it, it's it's going to slow it down. Uh, it's not going to be enough to stop it completely. Oh, I didn't think it would, but I thought at least uh, that, that's the most harm I can do to it. My, I think my, my companions are doing damage. I, I will hold it in place so they can do more damage. Um, I, I will draw my um, my returning dagger for my final... My All final. right, you draw... For your final action, Otto, you draw your icicle dagger. Very oh. nice. Uh, at the end of your turn, Otto, we're back onto the manticore. Um, so feeling this uh, this sticky vine wrapped around its leg, um, the first thing it will do is it, you watch as it beats its wings and uh, sort of begins to fly into the air. Uh, Otto, your tanglefoot pulls taut and stops it getting its full movement, uh, but it is still hovering now 30 feet in the air above you all. Uh, it's well, I, hoped it, I hoped it would be lower than that. <laughs> it's second action. Uh, that has irritated, though. It's going to attempt to break free. Uh, Otto, what's your spell DC? My spell DC is nine. Is nine, okay. I think uh, so as it, sorry, that's my spell DC is, is 19. 19 there we go uh, so as uh, as it as it sort of gets the range your tanglefoot pulls taut and uh, the the beast gives another another tug and uh, and pulls itself free of that effect oh. uh, it has escaped from tanglefoot but that but you could certainly try again on future rounds if you wanted to every time it's on the ground i'm just going to tanglefoot it it doesn't it, it doesn't even need to be on the ground you can do it in the air as well All right. Um, but uh, yep, so that's its second action to break free, and its third action, it's going to whip round uh, this this uh, horrid-looking tail, um, and as it whips it round, two spikes get loosed from them. One going towards, uh, yeah, one going towards Della, one going towards Amos. Oh, Amos, oh. So against Della, I've got a sixteen to hit. Nope. Okay. Uh, and against Amos, I've got a 26 to hit. Yep. Okay. Uh, so Della, you you 
you duck out of the way as this spine whizzes past your face and embeds itself in the snow. Uh, Brother Amos, you're not so lucky. Uh, it, this spike impales you through the leg, uh, dealing uh, eight points of piercing damage. Ow. Okay, and uh, as it as it uh, as it does so, this um, this spike sinks through your leg uh, into the ground beneath you. Uh, you are immobilised. Um, but that's the end of its turn. We are on to Della. Okay, uh, the thing is thirty feet up in the air. Yes. Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, Right, um, I would like to... Can I hold my go until it gets back down on the ground so I can attack it? No. Yeah, if you'd like to delay... Um, so there's a thing you can do um, as a free action called delay delay your initiative. Um, and then basically you can move your initiative to anywhere in the order. Um, after, so, so basically at the end of someone else's turn, um, you can say, I want to jump in now. Okay, cool. Uh, if it if it gets all the way back round to you and you haven't done so, uh, you lose that turn and you stay where you are. Yeah. Okay, so Della has delayed. Uh, Olwyn, we're round to you. Uh, how badly injured is Brother Amos looking from this? I feel badly injured. I've got a spike through my leg and I can't move. But my hit points are at a reasonable level. Okay. Uh, what Alwyn would like to do is to move up next to Chardonnay and uh, do battle medicine. Okay, you do battle medicine on Chardonnay. Roll that medicine check. Okay. Oh, 13. No good. It's a failure. You do no harm, but you also do no good. Uh, with... Uh, one action remaining. Uh, can I command Chardonnay to ready it in action? Uh, you can. It'll take uh, again, it's same as you guys. It'll take two actions for Chardonnay to do that. Yes, I'm, I'm conscious. Chardonnay's got two actions available if I command. Uh, mm-hmm. So yes, I would like to use my final action to command Chardonnay to ready in action to attack the beast if it comes in range. Alright, okay. Uh, end of your turn then, Alwyn. Uh, we're round to Brother Amos. You are uh, impaled with a spike through your leg. What would you like to do? Well, I did have a plan, but that's all been shot to shit now. I'm impaled with a spike through my leg. Um, I mean, you can attempt to, you, you can attempt to pull, pull the spike free if, if you want. Uh, yes, I think I might do that. Alright. Uh, it's going to be a an athletics roll. Okay. Nineteen. Uh, Nineteen is not quite enough. Uh, you sort of wiggle it. It's quite painful as you, as you do so. Um, it's it's embedded quite firmly in the ground. Uh, you do get the sense that, that that you were close though. I will have another go. Can I have another go? You can have another go. That's uh, even less than last time. Fifteen. Oh, it's stuck in there very firmly. <laughs> one more go. <laughs> just one just more. Li- I don't just want to be lying around, pinned to the floor. <laughs> yeah. Like some really violent version of pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> Twenty-three. In, in Soviet Irison, ir- ir- donkey pins you. <laughs> Yeah, you don't want to feel like an ass. 23. <laughs> and this time, Brother Ramos, sort of using all, uh, all, all your turn and uh, quite a bit of your strength, with a, with a cry of rage, uh, you do slide this spine out of your leg. It's not the you first no- time I've had to pull out a giant prick. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. And that's, uh, yeah, that's, um, you are no longer immobilised. Okay. Uh, that does take your entire turn to do so. Uh, we're back round to Otto. Um, I think I'll... Is he within range where I can produce flame? Uh, yeah, I think 30, so. 30. Produce flame is... 
is what, uh, 60 feet? 30 feet. 30 feet, yeah. It's just about within range. I will produce flame. Roll that attack. Uh, it's a... Produce flame is a... What do I what do I roll? Is it just a? It's a ranged spell attack. So roll a spell attack again, like you did for Tanglefoot. Just a d20 plus a plus, plus your spell attack. Plus That's spell it. attack. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nineteen. Uh, Nineteen is not enough to hit Otto. Oh. Uh, you loose this ball of fire up into the sky and uh, the manticore sort of just wheels around it as the, as the fire shoots up into the, into the darkness. Growing darkness. Uh, for my last go, I'll throw my returning dagger. All right. Uh, so this will be... Uh, I, I think you've got the, the dagger on, on your sheet. So it'll be the ranged attack uh, with a minus, uh, minus six penalty. Right. Minus four from multi attack and minus two from the range. Right. Uh, 14 minus six. So. Yep. Eight. So, yeah, so. Yeah, so you, you you flick your icicle dagger up into the sky, Otto, um, and. Uh, a, moment, a, a, mo- a moment passes and it blinks back to your hand. Um, seemingly having done no damage. Oh. Uh, that's going to end your turn, Otto. Uh, we are back round to the Manticore, uh, who's still feeling pretty good. Uh, you can see that um, from where it flung these spikes at, uh, at, at, at you all, um, it doesn't seem to have many of those left. It looks like it could maybe do that once more to you uh, before, before it's completely run out. Um, but regardless, uh, for the moment, it dives back down towards you. Um, uh, yeah, it's not too worried about Otto at the moment. Uh, it does dive back down more or less to where it, where it was previously. Uh, so Della, if you if you like, you can take your turn after its turn. Okay. Uh, does that provoke Chardonnay's attack uh, response? Ready to action. What yeah. what was what was the trigger on the Chardonnay's uh, uh, ready to action? To attack when it comes in range. Uh, yes, it will. So uh, the manticore kind of dives back down to where it was previously. Um, finishes that move. Chardonnay gets that attack. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen. Chardonnay snaps at it, uh, but bats it aside. Um, it's going to make a bite towards Della. Um, I think that's going to be a miss with a three on the die. <laughs> Sorry, I've lost my stat block. There we go. Three on the die. Uh, that's going to be an 18 to hit Della. That misses. That's a miss. Okay, snaps towards you with his needle jaws, but goes wide. Uh, wheels round towards you again, Orwin, with its claw. That's better. That's going to be uh, 27 to hit. That's going to hit. Okay. Uh, Orwin, you take... Four, three, seven... 13 points of slashing damage. Okay. Uh, but that is going to end its turn. Right. So, and, end of its turn. Uh, Della... Do you want to jump in there? Yeah, stab it. That would have been Della's go anyway. Yeah. It, it, it would have, yeah, you're right. I just realised that. Uh, 18? No, 16. Uh, 16 will miss. Okay, I'll try and stab. Uh, 24? 24 will hit, roll damage with sneak attack. Ten total. Ten total, very nice. And your third action? Well, stab it again. Why the hell not? Uh, no. Twenty. Like, fifteen or something. 
Yeah, that uh, that does miss, Della. You, you you get a couple of you, your first strike; it knocks it aside. The second one, you stab in, uh, stab in well, and you go to almost twist the blade, and uh, it turns and bellows at you, and you 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 forced to withdraw. I scream right back at it. Ah. Yeah, you do, because you are a fearless little halfling. <laughs> <laughs> the spikes are like a little with my arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they actually they actually are now that you kind of look at them. Yeah. All right. End of your turn, Della. Alwyn, we're on to you. Right. Uh, first thing will be to command Chardonnay to attack the thing. Okay. So first attack is crap. Eleven. Uh, Eleven's going to miss. Uh, second attack. Oh, natural twenty for twenty-three. Very nice. Roll damage there. Uh, so that is a five on the dice, so ten points. Oh, uh, five on the dice plus two is seven, so 14 points of damage. Pretty good. Yeah, that uh, that that bite, uh, assuming it was a bite, uh, that seems to get to get the creature's attention a little bit. And um, as, uh, as Chardonnay withdraws, um, you catch just a, a, a glimmer of what might be fear in the creature's eyes. Okay. Good boy. Uh, with two remaining actions for Alwyn, he's going to take strikes with his rapier. All right, Robert's attacks. First one. Oh, it's pretty good. 27. 27 is a hit, not a critical. Uh, five points of damage. Okay. The second attack. Is seven. No, that's not going anywhere. All right. Oh, with Chardonnay's natural 20, we should have had a crit card. I just realised. You should have done. Assuming Chardonnay gets crit cards. I'll give Chardonnay a crit card, why not? So it was 14 points of damage. Let's see what you get. Just in case uh, that needs to be backpedaled. That's fine. Um, uh, it was Jaws, wasn't it? So piercing. All right. Um, so Chardonnay drew deep hurting. So as uh, as Chardonnay sort of dived in there, Chardonnay actually tore out um, what looked to be uh, a fairly a fairly major tendon or something. And you can see the creature is moving a little slower than it was before. Uh, the manticore is fatigued. Oh, nice. That would explain the fear in its face. It would. Mm. In its oddly human-like face. See, it all comes together. Yeah, yeah, it <laughs> does. Uh, anything else with your turn, Orwin? No, that's that's it for me. Okay, uh, Brother Ramos, we're round to you. The beast is on the ground. Is it facing me? Can it see me? Or is it focused um, on something else? Well, you get the sense that it's it, it's aware of all of you. Um, like none of you have been making any effort to hide. Now you've engaged it, uh, but it's it, it's 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 almost thrashing around in a frenzy, hitting whatever ever it can reach. But but it doesn't seem focused on anyone in particular. <clears throat> I was wondering if I could stealth up to it and attempt to stab it with the spike that it flung at me from its own tail. Yeah, I tell you what, if you want to make a stealth check, um, you absolutely can. I'll take an action to do so. 24. 24, very nice. Uh, grasping the spike in your hand, Brother Amos, um, you creep up towards the beast. It does not seem to notice you as you get close. Um, let's call this a spear. Uh... Yeah, let's, let's, let's call this a spear. So, um, Brother Ramos, if you um, would like to roll an attack for me, um, just roll it as you as you would normally roll your uh, your unarmed attack. Okay. Uh, it's flat-footed because it's not aware of you. 19. Uh, 19 will be just enough to hit. You jam the spear into it. Uh, could you roll a d10 for me and add your strength? D10. Strength score or my modifier? Uh, your modifier. Eight. 
8. Very nice. Uh, so yeah, you, ja you you dive in with this this <laughs> massive spike, brother Amos, uh, sort of driving it into its into in, into its haunch. Uh, there's a screech of pain from the creature as it rears up. Um, it's not down though; it's still uh, still up and mm. fighting. <laughs> Just about. See how it feels, you fucker. Mm. <laughs> uh, that is going to take your entire turn to do so, though. Um, so okay. one, one action to sort of uh, stealth, one action to move, and then one action to stab. Sure. Uh, so that's the end of your turn, which brings us around to Otto. I think Otto will try Tanglefoot again, just to keep him in place. All right. Ah. 16. Uh, 16 will miss. This time your uh, your sticky vine uh, lashes out towards the creature uh, and then um, just uh, j just falls short. Didn't quite get, get, get the length on it. Hmm. Then I will throw my returning dagger again. All right, you throw the icicle dagger. Roll the attack. Uh... 12 plus uh, 20. 20 total? Yes. Uh, that's going to be enough to hit. Roll damage. Is it just a 1d4? Uh, it should be on the sheet. Yeah, 1d4. Three. Three. Uh, as it's a thrown weapon, I believe you get your strength onto that as well. Okay. Three plus... Uh, five in total. Five in total, okay. Bit by bit, we wear him down. <clears throat> you do indeed. Does my, does my dagger come back if it sticks in something? Uh, yes, your, 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 your icicle dagger, um, after, it, after it's either hit or miss, uh, it returns to your hand magically. Oh, right. Ready to go, to go again next time round. Oh. I think that is the end of your turn, am I correct? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, we are back round to the manticore, uh, sort of bleeding heavily from these injuries, uh, sort of feeling hurt from being stabbed with its own spike in the backside. Um, <laughs> stabbed it looks in the around. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it looks around at all of you once more with hate in its eyes. Um, it beats its wings uh, to sort of fly up into the air, uh, whips around its tail once more, uh, bringing spikes to bear on uh, once again on Brother Amos and also on yeah I think on Chardonnay as well Chardonnay did some nasty damage last time round <laughs> I've so. never done him much harm <laughs> he doesn't pick on me so spike towards uh, Brother Amos first uh, that's not a great roll that's a total of 20 uh, yeah, no, that's a lie, that. that's a lie, that's a lie. Uh, that's a total of 17. Oh, that doesn't hit. Okay, so that one slams into the ground and misses you against Chardonnay. That's a better roll. Uh, that's going to be 25. 25's a hit, but liberating step. All right, okay, so... Uh, so it would be... It would be five points of damage, but I believe a liberating step negates that entirely. Yes, that's correct. It... No worries. Okay. So I, th I think, do you, do you know what? Um, I think that's probably going to negate Chardonnay being immobilized as well because it hasn't done any damage. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to go with. Uh, so again, uh, the, this blade, uh, this, this spike is going directly towards Chardonnay. It looks sure to impale him to the ground. Uh, but Owen, you, uh, you flick a bit of divine magic in the way and just cause it to glance off and slam into, into the snow. Um, the manticore bellows furiously once more and this time uh, now dives back towards the hole from whence it came. And uh, disappears from view. Uh, Della, we're round to you. Do you want to go after it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we do, do we? I don't think I do. 
No, I think I think we need to get these I kind boys of back do. To, yeah. I've I got mean, a big hole in my sketched. leg, and it's made me really angry. Brother Amos, give me a give me a wisdom roll. Wisdom. So D twenty and add your wisdom modifier. It's going after it, isn't it? Oh, no, that's a D10. D20, you said, yeah? Uh, yes. 18. 18, okay. Um, as you were, as, as you were kind of recording what you knew about, about this Beast Brother Amos, uh, this very much looked to be, um, a juvenile or an, or, or an adolescent. And, uh, yeah, with that, with that information, you, you guessed that where baby is, mummy is probably not far away. Probably best to leave it alone. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, maybe take these boys back to their mum. Uh, I, th- I think that's a good idea. And also I'm bleeding quite heavily. <laughs> uh, actually, first thing Alwyn would like to do then if we're sort of coming out of rounds is uh, put a lesser healing potion down the throat of Orm. Yeah, easy enough to do. You pop that into Orm's mouth, and he comes to consciousness. Right, how, how are we all feeling? I, I could cast a healing spell. That would, uh, now that the, the thing is out of range and won't benefit from it. I'm fine. Yes, if you can do a ranged healing wave thing. Yes, yes. I will do, do that. I'll do a ranged healing wave thing. Yes, please. Is that the Everyone official crowd around Otto. title for the spell? Because <laughs> I need it too, because I've got my face smashed in. So, um, I just throw a, a, a d20 plus. Uh, no, there's no uh, attack roll needed. Uh, you're oh. casting heal, is that correct? That's right, yes. Uh, what level are you casting heal at? Um, level two, I think. At level two, big boy spell, okay. Mm. Uh, so that's going to be, uh, I want to say it's 2d8 back to everybody. Right. Uh, yes, two, 2d8 back to everybody. So if you'd like to roll 2d8 for me, Otto. Right, make sure I've got the right dice. Isn't it 2d8 plus 8? Uh, no, the plus 8 is only for the two action version. Ah, right, so okay. 5 plus um, 7 in total. 7 total? Yes. All right, you all, you all regain 7 hit points. Uh, how, how is Orm looking now? Uh, Orm is looking fine. Uh, you can see he's a bit battered and bruised. Um, and you sort of take a closer look at him. Uh, it looks like his ankle might be broken. Um, but with the, with the healing you've given him, plus you know his natural resilience as a child, um, they bounce, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, heal um, broken ankles like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you 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 determined that he's he's going to be fine. If a bit, if a bit shattered, and, if if a bit shaken and bruised. Carry him if needs be back to. I, I I think we need to get out of here. Yes, I think we do. I I agree. Oh oh, firewood. We need firewood. I'll get some. Yeah, between between the group of you, uh, you are able to gather. Um, Certainly enough firewood to, to, to keep it to keep the fire burning uh, for tonight at least, and uh, you might have to find some more um, tomorrow, uh, depending on where you end up. But um, if there's nothing else you want to do in this little wood, uh, I'm assuming you're making your way back to Nadia. Yes. Yes. Is this the end of the day? Or this has been so. So this all occurred kind of um, about an hour or so before sunset. Um, You'd you pulled to the side of the road to set camp, and Nadia had sent the boys off uh, to go and find some firewood. Going to suggest we maybe just pick up and move, even if it means moving into the night a little bit. Um, I agree. We don't need yeah. to be further Sounds away. Sounds like a good idea. Yes, the trouble is, Brother Amos, you can't see in the dark. So if you're if you're driving the sled. Uh, yeah. Oh, Otto, maybe you can cast some dancing lights or something. 
Can I cast Dancing Lights? I'm not sure if that's... I don't, I don't think that's in my repertoire. Amazed if you don't have that cantrip. Um, uh, prepared to be amazed. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Or, or light? Do you have light? No, only fire. Right. Can not make a torch? Or somebody else could drive the sled? Um, I think maybe that's the... I think Otto or, or Della might or, be the best. Or couldn't we just keep going until it gets dark and then we might hopefully be far enough away. Okay, um, yes, yes. All right, so uh, you all make your way back out of this little woodland. Uh, now with, with both the boys uh, in tow, um, Orm uh, has very much Although although he's okay and he's he, he's conscious, um, he's very very tired by the whole experience. And you do find you you have to carry him sooner rather than later, Orwin, as he just he just falls asleep. Yeah, just well, I was hoping to take him back to his mum. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> rather than looking unconscious or looking passed away. Sure, I mean it, you, you can it, you can wake him up as you yeah. get back to the camp yeah. if you so wish yeah. you just oh, yeah, carry definitely. him on his back he'll snore so when uh, <laughs> when when Nadia first sees him I want him to be awake and active all I right that's very important given the conversation we've just <laughs> had yeah. <laughs> fair enough fair enough and yeah so so as as you make your way back to the camp with Orm uh in in your arms you wake him up before you get there and uh uh, Nadia's face lights up as she sees she sees she sees the boys safe and well, and uh, you having returned them safely to her. And that is where we're going to end for this episode, folks. As we are an hour into the recording. Yay! Yay! Success! We survived. You yeah. saved some not people. a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't a dragon. It was not a dragon. Tales from the Twenty Side is a Fiegel Films production in association with Juicy Fools. Music by Hooksounds.com and editing by Stu Jackson. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Discord by searching Tales from the Twenty Side or by visiting TalesFromTheTwentySide.com.
happy end to an episode for once. No cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I'm just happy that I stabbed a creature up the arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it wasn't me. Yeah. That that comes later. <laughs> now I've got the download. Do I edit that out? Put <laughs> in. Mm. Well, <laughs> you've you've been encouraging this uh, this this little canon romance, Stu. So yeah, you've got oh. in, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just that's kind of terminology. Just covering <laughs> with some music. No, yeah. da, 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 da. I I will, da, da, da. as well as the the little bits that I'm working on. I will do some porn music for you as well. <laughs> Lovely. You've got, you've got a sort of slightly off-key organ to play. Magic word, slightly off-key organ, isn't that? Yes. I've got. I've isn't got that really what good, the actors have? I've got a really good war pedal. <laughs>